Tonight on the Band from Ringside podcast brought to you by Soul Taco and JJ Twiggs on Hampton. We're going to talk about the super, Superstar Shakeup, which had a lot of folks changing shows. We also have R.I.P. Bruno San Martino and the upcoming Greatest Royal Rumble. That and a whole lot more tonight on the Band from Ringside podcast. Ditch that 9 to 5, it's time to feel alive. Hello, Mark, so welcome to the Band from Ringside podcast. As always, I'm your host, Bill Veggy, a.k.a. the hand that rocks the stable. And to my right, as always, we have two beers, Zach Pullman. What's going on, Zach? Oh, not much, man. Uh, happy to be here, you know. Well, we're glad you're here, too. Yeah. His my, wife tried to, my wife tried to drag me to a gala tonight. So A gala? A gala. This is kind of a gala, though, right? Yeah. That's why I'm wearing these fancy pants. Wait, what kind of gala did she want you to go to? That was the question. Uh, I have no idea. Yeah, Great husband right there. And, and to his right, as always, we have Jason Cornelius Bell. What's going on, JCB? Hashtag Boo the Heels. It's all good, baby. Uh, Great to be back. Just got back from New Orleans. You were just in New Orleans, which I didn't know. You were there for a few days. Did you have a good time? Yeah. uh, New Orleans is... um, Have you ever been to New Orleans? Never been to New Orleans. And I know how I act here in the Lou. And New Orleans was more of the same and just longer and more extended. Great time had by all. And like I always say, I had a good time. If you didn't, fuck you. I did. Was WrestleMania still happening? There were like... uh, posters or whatever uh when i was coming from the airport going to the hotel you could see like some the undertaker like, uh, was the undertaker at the gate like putting his boots in his, in his hat, <laughs> like, right in front of the gate no i was gonna say we drove by the uh the superdome but that, i would never got close enough to uh, actually see it but no, guys it was, it was we got good. a lot of stuff to talk about tonight we're coming at you from the exquisite shock city studios in beautiful st louis missouri sam the muller mall turn the knobs tonight Mr. Uh, in the house. before we get too far into it i just want to say You know, the wrestling community is a community, and we all support each other, and we all like each other, and it's a fun thing. It's kind of like a wink-wink when you're out and you know somebody that likes wrestling. The band from Ringside Community is even smaller, but it's getting bigger, and we appreciate you guys going out there and telling each other, telling your friends that you have to get on Friends of BFR on Facebook, band from Ringside on Facebook, at BFR Pod on Twitter and Instagram, at BFR JCB, at BFR Zach with an H, at BFR Bill on Twitter. We love that you guys tell your friends. So if you're out there and you listen to us and you know somebody that likes wrestling and they don't listen to us, please tell them. Because tell them how much fun you have on Twitter. Tell them how much fun you have on Facebook because we enjoy the heck out of it. We got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. Before we get too far into it, I'm going to tell you about the first sponsor of the night, which is Soul Taco. Soul Taco. Uh, they they have, for the jingle. They have uh, <laughs> the best fast casual Korean Mexican fusion food in the world, bar none. I promise you can get three tacos for eight. 
$8. And those tacos come with either steak, chicken, spicy pork, or tofu. They have the sesame vinaigrette salad mix, the green onions, the crushed sesame seeds, the soul sauce with the wedge of lime. You can get the quesadillas that have jack and cheddar cheese, lettuce, sour cream, and the mix of sold sauces. I'm not going to go through all the ingredients. I'm just telling you the shit is good, and it, it is 100% approved. I've never met anybody that didn't like Soul Taco. They have been a sponsor of Band from Ringside from day one. So Bitch, we... Day one-ish. Day one-ish. So go tell them that Band from Ringside sent you. And if you're talking to some 20-year-old that doesn't know what the hell Band from Ringside is just because they serve you, tell them to tell their boss that Band from Ringside sent you. Mm -mm. I went there this weekend. I pulled a Bill Veggie, and I got a burrito to go after I had my whole meal. And my boy got a quesadilla to go as well. And were you happy with yourself when you ate that burrito later on? Oh, man. Yeah. It's, it's the best decision ever, right? It really is. They're almost better reheated the day, yeah. than they are fresh. Yeah, yeah that kimchi fried rice. And I say almost rice. just because they're not, no, but, but, yeah, but what, what it really they is. Lo- the quality that they lose is almost zero. I agree. Almost zero. <laughs> so I'd say, I, I don't even eat mine up. I just go ahead and just go after that bad boy. <laughs> All right, fellas, before we get into it, our, let's get into it, yeah, let's get I should into say. It. It's our three count. Uh, JCB, what's the one count? Uh, I guess it doesn't matter which way I go. I'm a, I'll go nope. wrong. We'll you just, can do we'll, either we'll, way. We'll go chronological. Um, right. Monday night starts the superstar shakeup of the WWE draft. Um, not too much on the way of huge names. Just looking at the list, KO and Sammy obviously was the uh, Sammy Zayn was the obvious call at that point. Uh, Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, I thought was a huge surprise, especially them coming out and beating down Titus Worldwide. Uh, what does Drew McIntyre, sorry to cut you off, no, go ahead. but what what do Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler remind you of? It's a Sean and Diesel 2.0. Right? Yep. I was going to go Seamus and Cesaro, guys that have no real direction, so you, you're kind of plopping them together and you know, keeping your fingers crossed that it works. In my head, I've always associated Ziggler with Sh- Michaels. Yeah, he was trained by him. There's obvious influence there. Right, super he, kick. Down to ring gear, right. finishing moves. Yeah. Yeah. So you have him with Drew McIntyre, who looks huge. Yeah. Next and you to got Dolph that Ziggler. zigzag and what what's McIntyre's kick? The Claymore. Yeah, the Claymore. Like that combination is a sick tag finisher. Go yeah, ahead, nice. JCB. Um, Baron Corbin, apparently, this is Vince's, I guess, next biggest move. Maybe defeat him to Roman Reigns, maybe not. But Baron Corbin comes to Raw. Bobby Roode, I don't have a, a opinion on it one way or the other. Actually, I take that back. He needs, if it was heel Bobby Roode, I'd be more excited. Face Bobby Roode, no reaction whatsoever. It will be, right? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, Chad Gable, I think, is the wild card of this bunch. Um, I almost wanted to see him to go to 205 Live, but I like to see them have their own thing. Chad Gable is going to be this wild card. I think he can last with anybody. What if they say that the DNA results got Stop. mixed up and Chad Gable is actually, actually Kurt Angle's son? Because that would make a lot more sense. A, yeah, sure. because he looks a lot like Kurt Angle, and B, he's not black. And he was an Olympic wrestler. And he was an Olympic wrestler. <laughs> and we just booked that better than Vince ever could. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I remember right. saying it on the podcast. Like It, it just makes no sense. Uh, Zach, what do you think about gender going to Raw? Uh, I think Paige is the best SmackDown GM in history because she <laughs> like just traded off all her bullshit. Uh, not that a lot of these guys are bullshit, but um, the trade was very uneven, which we can get into when we talk about SmackDown. 
but um, it certainly seems like it. I was happy to see her go or him go. I was really surprised because uh, it traded the U.S. title, but then the U.S. title changed hands immediately. Uh, kind of interesting. I wonder if that's going to stay on that direction, if they're going to get keep Jeff with it, or if it's just going to switch back over at the Greatest Royal Rumble. It kind of... Uh, justifies you and I not picking gender in the sma- in the um, WrestleMania match, even though Jason got it right and we got it wrong. But the only reason, it seems like the only reason they had gender win it was so he could take it to Raw, lose it to Jeff Hardy, so gender could stay on Raw and that the U.S. title could go to Jeff Hardy. Oh, dude, you are so goddamn hot right now. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Jason. I'm trying to talk right now. I apologize. I do, I do think that uh, one reason they did it, it made Jeff like a double Grand Slam champion. He's now Grand Slam in the old category and the new category. Ooh. So um, that's interesting. I'm like the Grand Slam guy. That's my favorite thing. Obviously. Um, I guess it's more for me the question of what are we doing with gender? Is he going to stay mid-card? Is he going to be one of the guys that you feed to a Roman Reigns slash Brock Lesnar, whoever wins the... Uh, the main event there. Well, it's Roman Reigns. I think so too, but I mean, I mean, I was sure of it at WrestleMania though. Also, yeah, so, exactly. Like, to say, I'm still thinking it's going to happen that way, but obviously, you just don't know. Um, Can I say something real yeah, fast before you go too far? Is referring to what Zach just said. Jeff Hardy is the only WWE wrestler to have won the WWE Championship, World Championship, IC. U.S. Euro Hardcore Light Heavyweight and Tag Championship. Mm. That's impressive. In U.S. No, uh, I well, said U.S. Said you said yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's a okay. ton of belts. Yeah. Okay. Shit. That, I, I mean, that makes him the most decorated I have WWE a, wrestler of all time, right? I have a whole except new that one time that Triple H won the women's <laughs> or the yeah, divas, divas, I should yeah. say. <laughs> uh, no, that's that's impressive. I didn't. And the more and more I'm starting to think about it is, yeah, this makes sense. With the same character. With the same character, and you bring him over to yeah. SmackDown, which is perfect. They didn't and even then, do the brother. They didn't even fuck with the brother Nero stuff. They no, were like, no, 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 no. Yep. We said it last week. This is probably the way it was going to go, and it's perfect. So the way that I see Raw stacking up, here are the people that went to Raw. Uh, Gender, Riot Squad, KO, Sami Zayn, Ryder, Brizongo, Natty, Mojo, Dolph Ziggler, McIntyre, Baron Corbin, Rude, Canellis, Chad Gable, and The Ascension. I see a bunch of people there that are lined up to lose to Roman Reigns. I see Gender lined up to ru- lose to Roman Reigns. KO, maybe Sammy. Uh, Baron Corbin is right there to lose to Roman Reigns. Drew McIntyre is there to lose to Roman Reigns. Bobby Rude turns heel. Could lose to Roman Reigns. All roads lead to Reigns once again. That's what I see after seeing this superstar shakeup, the way that it uh, ended up after the two nights. Thoughts? Um, I can't, I can't say I disagree with it. Uh, you, <sighs> Do you see you can, any you of those see- guys beating Roman Reigns for the belt in the next? Wrestling year, which is until next WrestleMania. Maybe KO? Maybe KO. KO makes the most sense. McIntyre. I didn't even write down Lashley. Yeah, but that was the week before. Okay. I know, but that's another guy that wasn't there. Lashley's legit. As of WrestleMania. Lashley's legit. KO's legit. Drew McIntyre is a wild card 
Baron Corbin, I would, I got to see it to believe it. I'm not even going. Sorry, Steve, I love you, but I just I can't say Baron Corbin's going to beat Roman Reigns. I just can't do it. Um, no, he's not going to beat him. But it seems like they're lining up a whole bunch of dudes to lose to him, no, like a I, bunch of credible challengers that have no way of beating him. It's it lines up for guys to get knocked off by Roman Reigns, but then you got a mid card with. Seth Rollins, where you can go with him against a Mojo Riley, you know, maybe you could try to get him over like that. Same way with Dolph, you can get, you can do that matchup against Sammy. I didn't even mention Dolph. Yeah, Dolph could be a challenger also, but probably won't be. Chad Gable, Seth Rollins is interesting. That's a nice little mid card. Hell yeah, that um, sounds great. Match that could actually do some things. So I mean, for me, it did nothing for the tag team division. Minus uh, Authors of Pain. It did nothing for the women's division, minus Ember Moon. And it basically they, they strengthened. They got rid of the tag division. Uh, yeah, essentially. And we they basically about got rid week. of it. Yeah. The mid card and the uh, uh, the top half of the card has basically been solidified. And that's going. my guess is that's going to be their focus for the next few months and then kind of see where it goes from there. What do you think about Brazongo on there? Um, my thoughts are that Brazongo is on Raw because it's three hours and you can do more comedy sketches on three hours. That's exactly why. Like, that's the only reason to have them on there, and it, it might work better. Brazongo's funny. I'm a big Fandango fan. I think can go. I'm a, I think Dial of Breeze can go too, but the reason that they're on there is because it's a three-hour show and there's more time to fill, especially when the entire year looks like it's... Uh, I mean, it's basically adding up to Roman Reigns running roughshod over the entire fucking roster. Now, and look, Tuber, you can jump in after this. I, that's fine, okay? I'd rather it be like that versus this Brock Lesnar title rank get drug out. If this is a scenario where you, we're trying to break Punk's record, then let's break it and let's move on because I'm, I'm really over it at this point. Roman Reigns... It's not my favorite wrestler, but he deserves to be the champion at this point. And at that point, if you want to start lining them up like tomato cans for Roman Reigns to have his run as as the universal champion, then so be it. But as far as I'm concerned, we're past the point of Brock Lesnar. You can go to UFC. You can fight Bobby Lashley, Braun Strowman. I don't give a shit at this point. You know, let's get the title on the Roman Reigns and let's move on to something else. Yeah, I feel the exact same way. I'm just so bored with the main event title scene. It doesn't even matter to me. Like, I'm just not even interested in it. Chad Gable, Seth Rollins gave me more goosebumps than Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar part four. Absolutely. I mean, replace The Miz with Chad Gable in a triple threat match with him and Balor. And I mean... Yeah, you'd you'd probably got it just as good as a matchup as you got at uh, WrestleMania. Yeah. The loser in all this, Finn Balor. I was really hoping he was going to jump to SmackDown because as it stands right now, he's mid-card and mid-card only. Well, that's a great way to segue it to our two count. Uh, two beer. What do you say? So two count, obviously just going to be our SmackDown live um, superstar shakeup. Uh, I feel the exact same way. I feel like Finn Balor has really gotten lost on the, the raw card. Maybe this will be his year where he doesn't get lost. Um, the problem that we see, and it's a good problem to have, is the the rosters are stacked and it gives us a good mid card. Every mid carder could be a contender for the top belt. Um, we have such good rosters that we don't necessarily have everyone in the main event scene and that's fine. But I do feel like Balor's kind of gotten a short end of the stick. Um, 
As far as our SmackDown Live roster, we got The Miz, which is huge because we're finally uh, potentially going to see a payoff to the very slow burn of The Miz Brian feud that started on uh, what SmackDown Talking Smack, Talking Talkin Smack, Smack, yeah, so many so long ago. Uh, we got Jeff Hardy, uh, so no brother Nero. Uh, we got uh, Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose, uh, Samoa Joe, which is huge. I think Here. that's a great move. Let me read it down. We got The Miz, Jeff Hardy, um, Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose, Samoa Joe, Cass, Sanity, Asuka, The Good Brothers, a.k.a. The Club, The Bar, Truth, R-Truth, and Andrade C. and Almas and Zelina Vega. And you're adding that to a roster that already has AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, Rusev, Shane McMahon, Shelton Benjamin. Don't forget the, the Bludgeon of- Brothers, the Usos. Don't forget the King of Dong style, Kak Nakamura. <laughs> Nakamura <laughs> and Rusev. Man, that shit's And Rusev. <laughs> I hear you, Rusev. Rusev has been established. Thank you. That's insane. That's an insane amount of talent on one roster, especially the roster that only has two hours. I listened to Man, a podcast it's today. It's all about the booking. You know this. I yeah, Thank you. That's a good point. But I listened to a podcast today where they were saying that Rock at the better end of the deal. It's not even no, close. No way. It's not even close. SmackDown is... Stack down. The only reason you might think that is because they ended the show with old Pepperoni Tits Big Cass. I thought Pepperoni Tits was Cesaro. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I like Cass. Look, I was always more pro Cass than you guys were, which is how long we've been doing this podcast. That I'm old enough to remember when Cass was still around. <laughs> you guys remember that? <laughs> the good old days. No, but imagine if, uh, like, just thinking about the main event scene, imagine like Pepperoni a fatal four way. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> Just imagine a fatal four-way with like AJ, Samoa Joe, Brian, Nakamura, or a fatal five-way with Miz in there. Just I mean, imagine, just imagine a one-on-one match with Samoa Joe with any of those. Yeah, guys. Samoa Joe, AJ. It's been what, like five years since right. we've seen that. Yeah, I mean, you it's can, you can do that, that any way you want to. That roster is stacked. It's it's I nice. Mean, not, I mean, just to mention the tag team. Division, which is Bludgeon Brothers, Usos, New Day, Good Brothers, The Bar. I'm pissed that they didn't bring Nikki Cross. Sanity, no insanity. Okay, I'll start there first. Nikki Cross. That's bullshit. No, it's not because the NXT roster, the women's division now with so uh, they need her. Yeah, they need her. Okay, with Shayna Baszler at the top. Kyrie Sane is a, a smart number two, and then from that point you got a long drop off. You then that's where you need Nikki Cross. I can see that. Okay. I just think it's lame. I just see it's indicative of like WWE not wanting stables. And I just feel like she adds the element that Sanity needs. Not saying those guys aren't good, but I can see him splitting and him by being Vince. I can see him splitting Killian Dane off too early. My worry is, is that there's going to be too many guys buried on this SmackDown roster. Like my worry is, is like, where's Almas going to fit in? Uh, let me think, let me think, let me think, think, think. Uh, Jeff Hardy's the U.S. champion. You start there. Him and Jeff Hardy could have a good-ass I match. I liked it. You should book the territory. That would be a great match. Where do the good brothers fit in? They don't. You can have them. You already have the, you the, can have the, them the three as the next, teams. Go ahead, go ahead. 
the three teams that have dominated the tag division for the last four months in that in that on that roster are Bludgeon Brothers, New Day, and Usos. And now you're throwing in the Good Brothers and the Bar. And I know Sheamus is kind of fucked up. I think Cesaro splits off and Sheamus cools off. Well, I think Sheamus is hurt. Yeah, his neck's fucked up. Yeah. So, I mean, if so, you could add Cesaro to that list of guys Jesus who are guys. Cesaro, you know, Hardy, Cesaro, Almas, you yeah. know, like, or all those other guys, AJ. I mean, he can put on a match with anybody. Pretty yeah, that's not even adding in the guys who are already there, which is AJ, Randy Orton, Nakamura, Dana Bryan, and Rusev. Did you mention Rusev before? <laughs> I don't think we heard that. I'm just saying that SmackDown's stacked. Man. SmackDown is stacked. Rusev is back in the and, casket match. And if you mention... Yeah, I, I totally forgot about that. Rusev is back in the casket match. When we talk about the women's division, you have Charlotte, Asuka, and Becky Lynch. Right. And Carmella. Carmella, who, who's the champ. And Naomi and Carmella, who's the champ. And the right. iconic duo, who right. had a great debut. Way better than Absolution or the fucking Riot Squad. Agreed. Man, I'd watch that Peyton Royce read the phone book, man. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, just because I like the phone book so much. but Shit. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the white pages, especially. But that is... A- <laughs> <laughs> Kobe! <laughs> That's my dog. That'll be it. That'll bring us to <laughs> our three up. count. <laughs> our three count will be the... Uh, it looks like the, announce, not the announcement by WWE this week that... Every pay-per-view, there'll be one a month going forward, and pay-per-views will be co-branded. So we're going to have Raw and SmackDown on pay-per-views. So my question to you guys is, do you think that this will lead to them doing more on a week-to-week basis to make the shows, the weekly shows, better? Or do you think that this will lead to the same... 12 people having pay-per-view matches every month, which would be Roman Reigns, John Cena, you know, Asuka, fucking uh, KO, Sami Zayn. I mean, guys, guys that I like, guys that I don't like, but I mean, there's certainly a hierarchy at WWE, and them co-branding the pay-per-views means that some people will be left off of pay-per-views. So which way do you see them going? That's tough because... I like the idea of there being fewer pay-per-views. Uh, I don't. I was surprised whenever they went fully co-branded for that very reason. Because where are the you know lower card acts are just not going to be allowed on there. And if they're not allowed on there, are they going to be allowed on TV? Because if we're just building the shows for the pay-per-views, then why do we have you know maybe Raw, but SmackDown you only got so much time, right? So on SmackDown, are we just going to see? the same matches building up to the pay-per-views or maybe we get something better and they allow these slower burns and they don't get physical and they don't have like the same fucking match uh, before the pay-per-view. They don't give it away before the pay-per-view. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Yeah, especially with, like you said, with SmackDown being a two-hour show, there's not a lot of time you can play with to begin with. Now, that being said, I think you they've done it before, so it can't be... That well, I shouldn't say this. That that's WWE creative. Ugh. Um, okay, so I guess I'm answering my own question. For me personally, I liked it the way it was. I know it was a lot of pay per views, and it came up, you know, every two weeks, every three weeks. But for me, I'm always about building the new star. Like 
Almas is the next guy that I'm looking at on uh on the SmackDown Live roster where I'm like, okay, well, Bill's right. Where does he go? I mean, he's got to start somewhere. A lot of these guys, like Miz is going to be fine. Joe's going to be fine. Oscar's fine. You know, Sonya, uh, Manny Rose DeVille, they might be jobbers. But a lot of these people are going to have a set spot to go. Cien Almas is one of those guys where you got to be able to put him in the right spots to succeed. And I don't know if you can do that with just doing one a month pay-per-views. Cause then you got to have him on TV enough to where now it, it puts eyes on him to me. The, the best eyes that would be on him is on pay-per-views. And that's why I'm kind of like, I get it. It's a lot of pay-per-views, but I think if you want to build the CN Almas's get Finn Balor to the main event scene, you're going to need those two or three extra pay-per-views because that way everybody's story gets told. I can't believe that they would stack up SmackDown like this and not think that they need a SmackDown pay-per-view per month. Like, so how many matches are on a pay-per-view? Eight? And they'll all be title matches. Okay, let's just say you got two title matches, well, two singles, one tag, that's three total. So that goes back to my original question. Are they going to just neglect all of these guys and only have title matches on the pay-per-view or or are they going to make each SmackDown seem more worthy by having certain title matches on SmackDown and maybe having maybe you have to have a 20-minute match on a SmackDown I feel like SmackDown's set up to be the wrestling show uh, uh, dude sing it sing it daddy God damn, sing there's it. so many people sing on it, it yeah. though and Raw's set up to be the story show sing it so I agree with that totally it is so and this is why I was saying last week, this is why Daniel Bryan needed to stay on SmackDown. You looked at me crazy. And whenever, when I get this New Day t-shirt, we're putting it on Friends of BFR. Yeah, I was wrong. It. Yeah, again, shocker as usual. This is why Daniel Bryan needs to stay on SmackDown. But, because this go, this roster is freaking loaded. But if they I was, do it right, it could be even greater. But I was wrong because I was right, though. Because... <laughs> This is some fucking Trump shit. (laughs) AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan should not be on the same show. They fill up the same space. It's like the anecdote I told last week about me and my ex-girlfriend. AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan fill up the exact same space on a wrestling show. Why would you have them on the same show? They're both the underdog baby faces, small guys. Why would you have them on the same show? I'll make another prediction right now. This should be good. He won't remember this next Re- week. Wrestle- no, I'll, rem- I'll remember this because I've been thinking about it for a while. Yeah. WrestleMania next year mm-hmm. is going to be Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns. That will, that, will be, take. that will be the main event. WrestleMania will be Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns. Okay, just on that spinoff, because so, we were talking about the co-branded, uh, are we going to see more cross-branded matches where as it stands now god damn Samoa i hope Joe, not because then there's no way for them to i mean i understand that backlash i'm sorry to cut you off no. i know i know what they're gonna do uh backlash is gonna be Samoa Joe versus roman reigns just because right. they have to do it they right. did it last year right. they have this one weird ass pay-per-view where they have to co-brand it just because everybody's crossing over but i mean having no they shouldn't have cross-branded pay-per-views because there's not enough time for them to do everything that they want to do for these pay-per-views. So just one match where you have Raw versus SmackDown, you, you wouldn't like that? Just one match. I mean... Playing devil's advocate. I, I like, shit one I like the matches other. with a story. I like matches that have a story behind them. And it's hard to tell a story that's on co-brands. 
And if you can't have that story, if you're just going to have a match, the only reason that AJ Styles Finn Balor match worked was because it was so unexpected and because they just went out there and had a total match, right? Agreed. But when you also have face versus faces or story or matches with no stories like you did at WrestleMania right. with Nakamura and Styles, right. nobody knew who to root for. And yeah, the was, crowd kind of died for it, that and the crowd was right. That was the that was the match the crowd was ready for the most, right? right? Yeah, I agree with that. So I'd rather have stories. Okay, I I I actually I'm one of the ones that preferred this year of having two pay per views a month because every once in a while you'd get a great balls of fire that yeah the, came out of nowhere you that thought would, was going to suck and it blew you away. You thought it was going to suck and it blow you away, and you'd have a one out of two every chance to have that happen. And you know what? I didn't watch every pay-per-view also, but every time I watched one, I had a 50-50 chance of it being awesome, right? That's the way I felt. No, I agree. I, I can more see pay-per-views, from, the better. I have the network. From a produ- a month. Yeah, from a production standpoint, I can understand why they didn't. Yeah, for sure. It's got to be exhausting I on think, the talent and also on creative. I think this is a compromise between Vince and the other people where Vince is, Vince is going to say, you know, yes, we can have all these pay-per-views, but we got to have our we can have two different brands, but we have to have the pay-per-views being the same because Vince wants Roman Reigns on every single pay-per-view. Okay. How many pay-per-views? Let's let's assume that Vince, let's assume that Roman stays healthy for the next 12 months. How many pay-per-views do you think he will not headline? How many pay-per-views if there's going to be 12 pay-per-views, if there's going to be 12 pay-per-views between right now and WrestleMania? Let's just add another one in. Let's just say 12. Okay. How many pay-per-views do you think Roman Reigns will headline fight in the very last match? Nine. I was going to put the over-under at eight. Nine. Yeah, I'm right there. Yeah, it's like eight or nine. That's bullshit. It was better when we had Kevin Owens doing shit on SmackDown. I'd rather have Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, even if it's going to be a shitty match. I don't want to fucking watch Roman Reigns all the time. That's why I got New Japan, I guess. Yeah, yeah. buddy. <laughs> That's going to do it for our three counts. Hey, guys, we're about to tell you about our second sponsor of the night, which is JJ Twigs on Hampton. Went up there Sunday, had the Chow Bella, which is the pizza that my wife likes so much. It's which also is what John Cena just said to Nikki. Chow Bella. Oh, all the more reason to go up to JJ Twigs on Hampton. Uh, it's got artichokes, tomatoes, onions. It's so delicious. It's so garlicky. Do you guys like garlicky pizza? Man, I love I put fresh garlic, minced garlic on everything. Do you really? Yeah. Because yeah. I do too. And I love the garlicky pizza. Uh, they got the Nickel City, which is buffalo sauce, buttermilk ranch dressing, chicken, crumbled blue cheese. The Hillbender, if you guys like olives, I don't. Uh, I like I'm I down. like green. I don't like black. I see people eating this all the time. What you say? I knew I was gonna. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I see people Central, eating this dog. all the all the time up at uh, JJ Twigs and Hampton. They got pepperoni, black olive, green olives, crumbled feta cheese. The Chow Bella, which is the one my wife likes so much, and I end up eating it all the time, is the olive oil and garlic spinach tomato artichoke onion. Go to that JJ Twigs like on Hampton. They are a sponsor of the show. They're a friend of the show right there in Hampton, just south of Eichelberger. Uh, great food, great atmosphere, big TVs, strong drinks. 
JJ Twigs. Alex is the owner. Tell Alex that Bill from Bam from Ringside Sentra. She'll appreciate it. Uh, and uh, without further ado, we'll get to our... Now there's no count left. <laughs> uh, guys, I think we should say uh, rest in peace to Bruno San Martino. Now, Bruno San Martino is a legend in the business, but he is a legend that uh, there's not a lot of footage left for guys from our generations at all. Like, oh, I have not seen a single Bruno San Martino match. I don't think I've seen. I've seen a lot not of pictures of him. No. I know that he beat the Nature Boy, Kenny Rogers. Was that his name? Buddy, Buddy Rogers. Rogers. Kenny Rogers. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> hey, man, you guys got to know when to hold him. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, That's not even funny. <laughs> uh, the Nature Boy Buddy Rogers in 1963, which is when Kennedy was president. But he also... No longer. See, you Only until November. Do you ever think, to. like, maybe Kennedy didn't get assassinated at all, but maybe his head just did that? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> So much for this serious note. <laughs> we can't even do serious shit, I right? Will, I will say, uh, my parents and my wife's parents, uh, they know that I like wrestling. And, I mean, my parents obviously do. But uh, my wife's parents, you know, they went to wrestling at the Chase and stuff. And uh, they mentioned Bruno San Martino. They mentioned Luthez um, and those guys. And Bruno. Is this Larry? Yes, Larry and Annie. And, love Larry. Uh, they, Annie, Annie. They are. Larry likes me too, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a good guy. We're boys. But uh, Bruno was big, and I don't mean just physically, although he was that, and he did that without the additive of steroids. In fact, like, I know he and his son did not get one of his sons did not get along for a long time because he was a steroid user. Right. And, uh, Melter wrote yeah, an the amazing... Yeah, the tried to wrestle. Yeah, Melter wrote an amazing um, obituary. Uh, for San Martino. I mean, he probably had it ready for the last handful of years and revisited it here and there. It was 84. But, uh, That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, he was big, as in he was the highest paid professional wrestler. Um, he was the biggest deal that there was at the time. And, uh, you know, it's funny because it was a totally different style. I've never seen a Bruno San Martino match myself, but um, you got to respect what he did for the business. He sold out Madison Square Garden 188 times. God damn. That's a lot. He uh, is the WWF slash E record holder for longest title run for 2,803 consecutive days. That's ridiculous. God damn. And we complain about Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah. He's not even champ. Yeah, right? There's not uh, saying we complain about Brock Lesnar. Sold out Shea Stadium three times. Okay. I mean, Bruno San Martino was a, uh, a legend in the business. I, I don't think any of us are old enough to really speak to it. No. But even, even me, I'm not old enough to speak to it. It's worth mentioning, though, yeah, that sure. Bruno San Martino passed away. R.I.P. He uh, paved the way for a lot of the guys, from what I understand. Uh, Vincent, Vincent K. Kennedy... Vincent Kennedy McMahon's dad right. saw something in him a long time ago and made him the champion for a long time. So R.I.P. Bruno San Martino. Uh, some other things we got to get to. Gosh, damn, we covered a bunch of stuff. Did we really? Uh, what do you guys think about the iconic duo? Oh, I think they're great. I think they have amazing mic skills. They're good in the ring. They're smoking hot. Uh they're just gonna absolutely Stop. own this. What? Cut it out. <laughs> They're gonna own the SmackDown Live Tag Team Division. What do you guys think about New Day calling uh, our truth the immortal our truth? 
I'm gonna call it the way I see it. That's a that's a little shade towards Hulk Hogan. Let's just call it for what it is. How so? You're calling our truth the immortal our truth, a black man, Hulk Hogan. Do the math, man. Was Hulk Hogan the immortal Hulk Hogan? Yes. Yeah, that's like a phrase. That's a thing. Yeah, that's the thing. I didn't know that. I've been in my yeah. white in my white bubble the entire time. God I really you. didn't know that. God bless you. It, <laughs> it, it must be so comfortable in there. Can't wait to swerve on the way home and not get pulled over. <laughs> I'm driving, asshole. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Uh, seriously, what are they doing with Rusev? Are they really like he came out as full heel this week? Are they just not going to do it? Are they not? So it's back to Rusev, Rusev Undertaker in Saudi Arabia, right? This yeah. is all just weird, man. It's all weird. I don't know what to make of it. So why'd they change it to Chris Jericho? I mean, the story being that it was supposed to be Rusev versus Taker and Lana, his non-Cave Abe and Cave Abe wife. Get, oh, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Stop it. Go ahead. All right. No, excuse me. I'm terrible. Oh I feel yeah. gross. Should, should we leave? No, no, we're good. I'll, I'll wait till I get home. <laughs> uh, so Lana got on Twitter and kayfabe style said she didn't want Rusev to be in the match because she didn't want him to be buried again, which I thought was pretty funny. Touche. Rusev said, bury me softly, brother. Bury yeah, me right? softly. I feel and like then that they put Jericho in, and I, I could understand them switching Rusev out with Jericho, but it's going to be a squash match. I mean, Saudi Arabia hasn't had a wrestling match ever. So why not have Undertaker squash somebody, and it could be a good payday for Rusev. But it looks like Rusev's back in, so what the fuck are they doing? I don't know, because, I mean, Jericho and him would be legendary, because I think that's the thing. It's They decided on a squash match, because we didn't get a singles match with Jericho and Undertaker, you know, maybe had a glimpse of one like 10 years ago. But there hasn't been like a monumental Jericho Undertaker match. Oh, there was a there was a feud, right? I'm sure they had a feud, but I, not like a pay per view yeah, style. Yeah, I was going like, to say like it, it. They didn't have their pinnacle match that you know sets the rivalry. Like for guys that have been around that long, both of them. Okay, you know, um, Austin Rock. You know, for me, it's when fi- when Rock finally beat Austin at WrestleMania. That to me is their pinnacle match. Plus, it was a great match. I honestly can't think off the top of my head of a Jericho-Undertaker match that was that great. I mean, when I think Chris Jericho, I think he's the guy, the first undisputed champion that beat Rock and Austin the same night. I remember that. Okay. Yep. Remember I exactly think, where I was. Yeah, I was getting ready to say, I was at home like, what the fuck is going on? I was living with Tom MacArthur in Columbia, Missouri. T-Mac? Yeah, it was fucking Sashual Kex. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I want to get back to Samoa Joe because Samoa Joe on SmackDown intrigues me. So if we have, what's the one? Because it looks like we're going to have a Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. So Daniel Bryan coming out of his big comeback, his first big feud is going to be against Cass. It's because Cass is going to be Mrs. Muscle. Now that he that doesn't makes have, sense to me. Now that he doesn't have the other guys. It also, if you're going to have. Everybody needs heels. There's always there's always a dearth of heels. There's always got to be more heels. And to have Cass come back in as a big-ass heel and go against Daniel Bryan, there's no other way to make him. Yeah. Have him go over Bryan, too. Oh, man. That's, that's my biggest concern because Daniel Bryan, obviously, being Daniel Bryan, and he's 
you know, back in the back in wrestling. I just I'm not sure. I agree with you. Kaz needs to go over. I'm not sure if that's what they will end, eventually end up doing. But Daniel Bryan's in a really strange spot, though, because, right, he's been out of wrestling for a few years because right. everybody thought he was done forever, and now right. he's going to be a full-timer. And he's in a strange spot because he can either, A, start whooping everybody and go straight to the title, mm-hmm. but that's not so much fun, is it? B, he can start putting dudes over right. on his way to getting to either SummerSlam or WrestleMania and having these benchmark matches that he should be having. Like, like I said, um, I think that we're getting to Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns at WrestleMania oh, or at SummerSlam. God. What's wrong with that? Why don't you want that? That's the biggest fucking match there could be. Reigns versus Daniel. Okay, okay, I guess. Yeah. You okay, that be, makes sense. If that was the main event for WrestleMania, you think everybody would have shit on it this year? Or do you have everybody hating Roman Reigns and everybody fucking loving Daniel Bryan, and then you all of a sudden you have a crowd that's completely up for it? No, I, I, I get what you're saying. I just, I personally. You're not allowed to book the territory anymore. Man, fuck you. I do what I want. <laughs> Can't ass book man my territory, man. Can't book my territory. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. I just, uh, for me personally, it doesn't do anything. I can't speak for two beer on this. For me, it does nothing. It doesn't get me hot and bothered. I would actually rather see Styles, Brian. Yeah, but at the same the time, match. you have that's the match to me. I understand. But after but this year, though, haven't we learned that WrestleMania isn't the <gasps> they AJ, don't do that WrestleMania? Yeah, AJ is a great heel. Just have him go Thank back you. to being a heel. No, but WrestleMania is not the time for your dream matches, guys. You know what is the time for your dream matches? Fucking Battleground. Fucking, uh, The reason why that, we said it is, the reason why that match didn't work is because you had two faces and no, and no, there was no real storyline. As much as I hate to admit it, that was the problem with it. It was no real storyline. It wasn't a queer I'm trying to please you guys and I'm trying to please Vince. So Vince wants Brian versus Reigns at WrestleMania. Guaranteed. Okay. Guaranteed. Fine. Guaranteed. I'm, I've been right about shit 18% of the time all year. <laughs> <laughs> Guarantee this one. I'm 18% right about it. Do you know the first time? Do you, can anybody you name the, wrestle, the uh, wrestling pay-per-view where they had the first Shield triple threat? Do you remember what it was? Do you remember who won? I'm sure it was the Shield. but uh, I mean, that was... Well, yeah, the Shield won because they were all fighting each other. No, I'm talking about when all three of them had a triple threat match and fought each other. Can uh, any of you name it? Because everybody said that was going to be the biggest match of all time. Then they had it, and who well, won? It wasn't. Uh, I honestly I, I, don't know. I, it was Battleground 2016, and Dean Ambrose won. Okay. Maybe 2015. I don't know. Don't check me on that, guys. <laughs> but it was, it was Battleground. Okay. But that's not the. I mean, the point is, is like you gotta get these matches out of the way so you can have Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles at some bullshit. That's all I'm I'm saying. I'm fine with that. I'm just saying that gets me more hot and bothered than than Roman Reigns versus. I don't care about WrestleMania. Yeah, it could be. It could be. You don't care about WrestleMania. I'm just saying I don't, don't care, care about, about WrestleMania. Uh-oh. You I sound think- like my wife in an argument, just taking a little snippet out of what I said. <laughs> <and> just <laughs> turning it around. <laughs> like, that's not what I'm saying. You took it out of context. Man, I forgot my best joke. I, I had this all saved up. You know what they should have called Greatest Royal Rumble? What is it? The Greatest Balls of Fire. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, that should have been a thing. Yeah, I know. That, that, that'd I forgot to tell that joke. I had it all set up all day. I was like, man, they should call it Greatest Balls of Fire, but wah, I lost wah, it. Wah, wah. So, <laughs> I guess my point is, is that there's tons of, tons of rivalries to get to, tons of feuds to get to with Daniel Bryan, right? Yeah. And I appreciate that they're starting out with big cast because they're choosing to use Daniel Bryan to make somebody. I have no problem with that. As opposed to choosing to satiate all the fucking smarks who will be satisfied all the time with NXT or whatever else the fuck they have. No, it's good. No, it, it makes total sense. So it, everybody, it sense. everybody's in agreement no, here they, that Daniel Bryan versus should, Big Cass is a good feud and one that nobody saw coming. No, I hell. You saw it behind behind the scenes or whatever because they had the interaction, but I didn't. I never thought it would actually come. So full speaking of feuds, you never I saw was coming. Pissing, I was pissing when that backstage thing happened, and when Big Cass came out, I was like, "Oh, Big Cass!" And then I read later that yeah. Big Cass had already come out, Surprise. so I missed it. Speaking of feuds, you never thought we'd see happen. No way, Jose and Jinder Mahal. Yeah, I never saw that. <laughs> Dude, I know. I know. Uh, JCB can't wait to see the resolution of that one. I could no. I, for me, it just goes back to there's so many guys that are on Twitter just like, you know, Jinder Mahal is going to be back to the champ. Jim, uh, really? Dude. You can't lose to Jeff Hardy night one on Raw, and then not even 24 hours later, they're basically pitting you versus No Way, no way Jose. You, you can't explain to me on any planet how this is going to be Dude, a two-time champion. There's one guy in your Twitter that's My big rival. I know. Do not. <laughs> I unfollowed them. Do not. Don't even talk about him here. I don't can't. talk about him on my podcast. Yes, He's sir. such a fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hate that dude. He's, no, it's. I unfollowed him. I told him to fuck off several times. Look, I. I, I, uh, can, I, I just want to drive up to Canada and whoop his ass. I hate him so much. No, I was about to say, I got my passport now, so we can't do that. Um,. <laughs> You got your passport. That means you can't do that. I know. That's why we can't do that. Uh, you should do that. Uh, Miss TV with Sami Zayn and KO. I guess if Miz is going to SmackDown, what do you think about Miz going to SmackDown? I, I think that's I said that's it a last net week. positive. That's going to be so big. I said it for last him. week. This he's going to be champ, right? As soon as Daniel Bryan came back. That's the that's one of the few matches that should have been on your short list off the jump. Is he going to be champ? It would be more realistic for him to be champ on SmackDown as that roster stands versus him ever being champion on Raw. As long as Roman Reigns or uh, Lesnar is at the top, you have less options for someone realistically to come on. That's why I was hoping Finn Balor would go to SmackDown, but it is what it is. He'll be in the mid-card. Uh, once again, do you feel bad for Becky Lynch? Mm-mm. Always. I feel like she, like, on a roster. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, on I'm a I apologize. I know. On a roster. <laughs> on a roster. On a roster with Asuka and Charlotte, it seems like Becky Lynch, once again, is going to be the odd man out. Totoso, a fucking a totoso. Are the odd woman out? Unle- woman out yeah. She I mean, always is. She always she is. Wins, and it sucks. Unless she wins the money in the bank. She always is the odd woman out, and uh, she doesn't deserve it because she's she's great. Just quickly looking, uh, yeah, Becky Lynch is probably the odds on bet at this point. 
because you could put her against anybody. Charlotte and her would have a good match. Oscar and her should have a good match. Um, I said a couple weeks ago that I think that uh, Rusev will win the men's Money in the Bank. Any detractors? Do you guys agree with me? Do you still think that? Yeah, I still I, think I, it. I gotta see. I, I love the I love the cojones on you on this one because you make you call or it a Almas. shot. I think Almas is gonna have a huge year. I'm, get, I'm they, high on Almas. They gotta book him right though. This fifty fifty booking I'm, is. Not I'm high on Almas in. Not just because of his ability, but because he's Hispanic, and I think that they're looking for a Hispanic guy, and they haven't had one in a while. And Selena Vega is just... <laughs> She's not a Hispanic guy. She can wrestle, I too. I don't give a fuck. Hey, so you're going to Raw this week yes. in St. Louis? Yes. I you're going to Raw this Raw week are. in St. Louis? I am. Who are you going with? Uh, me and Tinder are going. He's got uh, some tickets. Tinder Mall, thanks for the invite. Uh, who are you going with? I'm going with my eight-year-old boy, Dexter. That's fun. Uh, I am going with Vice, the man who sends me the AKAs every week. This is uh, his birthday. Um, guys, if you are if you're in the St. Louis area mm-hmm. and you're going to Raw this Monday mm-hmm. at the Scott Trade Center in St. Louis, we will be meeting uh, before... And afterwards, at the same bar. I'm not going to mention that bar because I work there and because they haven't given me any money for advertising. (laughs) (laughs) But if you go to Friends of BFR on Facebook or Band from Ringside on Facebook or at BFR Pod on Instagram and Twitter... At BFR JCB, at BFR Zach with an H, at BFR Bill. Uh, we will let you know where I'm going to go, and I will have some JJ Twigs gift cards to hand out. And you know shit? what? It's going to be uh, BFR and Greet. Uh, we'll be there. I'll be kind of drunk beforehand. I'll be really drunk after. You can see f- the faces behind this beautiful voice. And it's going to be a right ton here. of fun. So if you guys want to meet us there, we recommend it. It's going to be a t- ton of fun uh birthdays kurt hawkins is 33 jay lethal is 33 jay lethal's the man i can't wait 33 he's only 33 i can't wait until he makes the wwe uh this this is not something i remember (laughs) i'll be surprised if well i won't be surprised if you remember it garrett bischoff uh obviously eric's son but yeah obviously but I don't remember him wrestling. WCW. He's 34. Nikki Cross is 29. Ezekiel Jackson. Oh, lots of black guys' birthdays this week. Ezekiel Jackson is 40. The fuck? Uh, Tony Atlas is... I'm just saying. Just keep reading, motherfucker. Tony Atlas is 74. (laughs) Terry Gordy is 57. John Cena! (laughs) 41. I'm free, baby! Moose is 34. (laughs) And Donovan Dijak... Frenemy, Frenemy of the, of the show, show is 31 and he's starting to make his way in NXT. Hey guys, we know there's a lot of podcasts to listen to, so we appreciate you taking the time to listen to ours. Um, thanks for telling all your friends about it. For Shock City Studios, Check. for Sam the Mauler Mall, Check. for Soul Taco, for Check. JJ Twigs, Check. for Vice Bo Geesman, Check. for Zach Tubier Pullman, and for JCB, I am Bill Vagian. Everybody, watch the fuck out of Peaky Blinders. Don't be heels. Well,